Hello everyone, I'm Sophia and you're listening to Beyond Study Abroad, the Notre Dame Study Abroad podcast. Welcome back, everyone. We are so glad to have you all with us here in these last couple weeks of school as we continue to share the ups and downs of study abroad and highlight so many unique student experiences. Today, we'll be looking at the Notre Dame Jerusalem program, specifically through the eyes of senior Elsa Barron. So Elsa actually did an international summer service learning program in Jerusalem the summer before her fall semester there. So she really lived in the heart of Jerusalem for about eight months. So today she is here to join us and tell us about all of the opportunities that she took advantage of during her time in Jerusalem and also the differences in culture and language that she experienced while there. So thank you so much for being here today with us, Elsa. Um, Why don't we start off with a quick introduction? Yeah, definitely. Thank you for having me, Sophia. This is um, such an honor to be talking with you. My name is Elsa Barron. I am originally from Wheaton, Illinois, which is a suburb of Chicago. I'm studying biology, peace studies, and then minoring in sustainability. And um, I lived in Breen Phillips Hall while I was on campus. I'm living off campus this year. And as you mentioned, studied abroad in Jerusalem and had an absolutely fantastic experience. Thank you so much for being here. So I understand you actually had a number of different international experiences throughout your time here at Notre Dame, including a semester abroad in Jerusalem, an international summer service learning program, or ISSLP, um, and a research internship in India. So can you start off by kind of telling us a little bit about all of these experiences and how they're kind of all related to one another? Yeah. So the first international experience I had was actually in India the summer after my freshman year. And I was researching in a lab through something called the SN Bose program, which is a research exchange between the U.S. and India. And I was working on a lot of yeast cell cultures and imaging. Um, And I I was really interested in it. I had a great experience. Um, And that really actually started off my interest in the intersection between science and global affairs and how science really connects with society as well. And so my sophomore year, when I had the opportunity to travel to Jerusalem for the International Summer Service Learning Program, I knew that I wanted to explore those intersections further. And so I started researching environmental peace building, which essentially looks into, I was looking at the grassroots level. So it's focusing on the ways that communities and organizations use environmental work and sustainability work to bring populations together for dialogue or for healing from trauma um, or community empowerment. And so I was able to explore all of those issues and continue doing so in the semester abroad while exploring the intersections between peace and science and environment and society. And so that's what I've been really passionate about and been able to explore while abroad. So what was it about the Jerusalem program specifically that made it seem appealing to you in a place where you could continue this interest, this research interest of yours and kind of grow in your international education? Yeah, well, there's really no no place quite like Jerusalem in terms of 
just the immense significance to faith communities, uh, a diversity of faith communities, um, their history and, and the archaeology and the ability to explore in that sense um, what has happened, what civilizations have been involved in the region and had an impact. And then politically thinking about um, issues of the current day and in terms of peace studies, thinking a lot about the occupation and what justice and peace look like um, in a region that has had a chronic history of conflict and trauma. And so all of those issues were just, it seemed like the perfect place to be immersed and to learn and to explore. And after completing the summer program, I was just so excited and grateful that I had chosen to return for study abroad because I had at that point built up relationships with um, people in the region that I wanted to continue, that I continue to this day, keeping up on WhatsApp. And so that was another big part of my joy in the region was just how welcoming and um, friendly people were and my ability to actually develop some of those relationships further and maintain friendships. So a lot of different reasons that made it the right choice. Yeah, so now kind of getting into if it, if it was the right choice, can you tell us a little bit about kind of how the experiences that you were able to have in Jerusalem built on the research interests that you had and kind of your work that you were doing already there in the region over the summer before the semester? Yeah, so I was able to take a class. I mentioned that I was researching on environmental peace building. And with Kellogg, I've also done research on interfaith dialogue. So there were a lot of different ways that there were connections with um, the sorts of classes I was able to take while abroad. Um, but one class that really stood out to me was a class about um, climate change and energy transition in Israel. And it was um, a, this was one that was taken at Hebrew University, which um, is on, well, there's a lot of complexity to the region, but it's on the Israeli side of the border. And so at that university, I was able to take this class on um, green energy and what that meant, which did have some elements of um, what that means politically for the region and for dialogue and peace building. And it was a very seminar style course. So actually the biggest component of the course was a three-day field trip um, down to the Negev desert in the southern region of Israel where we met with a number of organizations, including sustainable energy organizations, environmental organizations, um, kibbutzim, which are um, small communities, very unique. Again, there's like just so many unique elements here. And then um, a peace building organization as well for dialogue between Israelis and Palestinians and conversations that revolve around the environment. So that was a class that was just really exciting and had a lot of connections to the research that I was doing in the region. And I was also able to do an independent study. Um, it was exciting to be able to sort of have my own interests and passions inform the kind of studying that I was doing. So about the, the course that you just gave us a little bit of background on, were, was that the only course you were taking over the semester or what did the other courses look like? And you mentioned the Hebrew University, was that the only university you took courses at or were there other schools that offered courses to Notre Dame students as well? That's a great question because actually I took courses at 
three different universities. So there was a lot of mobility moving around, but it was very exciting. So Hebrew University is in Jerusalem and we studied at the international school there. Um, we also studied at, so I'll also share the classes. So I took the class on transitioning to a low carbon society. And then I also took a class on Jewish philosophy, um, which was, you know, another incredible way to learn more about the region and about traditions and faith traditions that have informed the region. Um, then we also studied at Bethlehem University, which is in Bethlehem in the West Bank, um, a Palestinian university where I took um, Arabic and I also took a microbiology course, which um, was actually one of my favorites because we got to be close friends with a lot of the students in the class. And then at Tantor Ecumenical Institute, which is where we lived, which is affiliated with the University of Notre Dame, we took a theology course called Church of All Nations on the different diverse Christian traditions that have been present in the Holy Land and what those traditions bring to the conversation. And so that was taught by a Notre Dame professor and was it like technically a Notre Dame class. So we studied at um, Hebrew University, Bethlehem University and Notre Dame all at the same time. Wow. So aside from your academics, you mentioned a little bit about the independent study that you did with the professor there. So including that, um, did you take advantage of any other extracurricular opportunities that kind of made your abroad experience unique compared to other students? Yeah. Um, well, a lot of exploring was involved in the abroad experience. Um, I did continue to stay engaged with the organizations that I was working with over the summer. So it was great to have some contacts in the region and to be able to carry out some activities. So for example, um, over the summer, I was volunteering at a refugee community center. And one of the things I was doing there was teaching English classes to a law student who was interested in, um, you know, expanding his language skills and practicing law. Um, both in Arabic and in English eventually. And so I was able to carry out those classes, meeting with him on a regular basis um, and to sort of like continue on some of the work of the ISSLP. But other than that, I, there were so many ways to schedule meetings at different places. There's also a spot I loved called the Palestinian Museum of Natural History, where I was able to um, do a a vast variety of things from learning how to felt to um, building building gardens and cleaning up gardens to learning how to make za'atar, which is a traditional Palestinian spice. Um, just a great number of amazing things and ecological things to get to do. And then like any study abroad, there's a lot of traveling, a lot of exploring, just um, wanting to visit as many places as possible and engage and learn about different cultures. So that was, that was a lot of what we did in our free time. That sounds great. So can you tell us a little bit more about the independent study that you did with the professor there and kind of how it related to, to your research that you were interested in? Yeah, so for the independent study, I wrote a paper um, building out the methodologies of grassroots environmental peace building um, in Israel and Palestine. And it 
took the interviews that I had conducted over the summer and allowed me the time and space to analyze those interviews and put them together into a research paper that ultimately concluded um, some key methodologies of environmental peace building, which included interreligious dialogue around the environment. Then another big area was um, education around the environment, environmental education and the potential of that to be a tool for empowerment and healing from trauma. And then another big area was dialogue between communities who would traditionally not be able to speak with each other. So a big actor in this area was a group called Eco Peace Middle East, which had a program called Good Water Neighbors Project that brought, um, it, they worked in Israel, Palestine, and Jordan and brought neighboring communities that shared environmental resources, often a watershed, together to dialogue between communities that wouldn't typically um, engage in conversation. They were working in the active process of peace building. So it was a great opportunity to work with an experienced professor in that area who had published similar research and then build out a paper um, that I continue to use to this day. Um, so you mentioned a little bit about travel during your semester in Jerusalem. So can you tell us a little bit about the different cities or countries that you traveled to during your semester abroad and kind of how they were different from Jerusalem in ways that you could see? Yeah. Well, first I'll highlight two big favorites um, in the region. One was Ramallah, which is a Palestinian city that is just absolutely bustling. I love the market in Ramallah and I went there to have incredible food and to do some like fun shopping and ultimately just to walk through and to chat with people and um, hear their stories. So that was a big highlight. Um, another amazing place is Ilat, which is um, at the southern tip of Israel, and it touches the Red Sea, and I was able to travel there and go snorkeling, and it was just absolutely gorgeous, driving down through the Negev Desert, passing by the Dead Sea, and then arriving in Ilat um, and being able to explore and, and see the beautiful ocean there and be... At one point while I was in a lot, my cell service, my phone gives like an alert whenever you enter a different country. And so it gave me an alert first that I was in Jordan. And then it gave me an alert that I was in Saudi Arabia because I, it was just so close to those bordering countries. So it was a really cool place. Then in the Middle East, I was able to travel to Egypt and to Jordan, which it was great to be able to experience other cultures. And then be able to um, compare and contrast the differences in language and um, custom and tradition and food. So that was amazing. And then it was actually really accessible also to get to Europe. So um, we did a trip to Greece and to Cyprus, which is um, an island in the Mediterranean Sea and just had an absolute blast doing that as well. So it's really reasonable to make it not only to different parts of the Middle East, but also to Europe to explore. So one kind of thing that goes along with the, the Middle East region that you were talking that you travel to, and Jerusalem specifically, um, that a lot of students might worry about is kind of like the safety of this region. So can you speak a little bit to how the program felt for you in terms of safety, and how you felt living in the city and traveling in the region for a whole semester. Yeah, there's definitely some, some high-level geopolitical threats and conflicts going on in the region, but 
it really doesn't translate down to the day-to-day life in the city. Um, Jerusalem felt like one of the safest cities I've ever experienced in my life, much safer than I felt in South Bend or in Chicago, where I'm from. Um, Children would often be like out in the streets, going from place to place, going to school unattended. Um, There was there were a lot more populations of elderly communities who were also out and about a lot more than I'm used to seeing in the United States. And so it felt very community-like and people were kind wherever we went. So on the day-to-day, it it felt like a very safe place to live, to get from place to place, to navigate the buses. Um, Seeing military presence all over the place is also a little bit different, but in terms of safety um, on a personal level, it always felt very safe. And I would encourage anyone listening who is going to study abroad to think about safety wherever you go, especially um, as a woman. I think that navigating spaces that are foreign and um, uncharted territories can be a big challenge for women in particular and for everyone. And so I think it's important to think about ways to keep yourself safe, to always have people know where you are, um, not be afraid to say I'm married or I'm engaged, if that's a way to sort of divert attention. I think that that's always a tip I would give to someone traveling abroad. But in general, it felt like a very safe place to be. That's a great point that you bring up about the, the different ways that women are perceived in the culture over there compared to America. So can you tell us a little bit more about your experience with this cultural difference? And did you as a woman experience any of uh, any challenges uh, concerning being a woman in this region? And how did you go about dealing with those? Yeah, I would say overall, um, in the vast majority of cases, there was a lot of respect for women and women were very independent, um, very educated. In fact, my microbiology course at Bethlehem University was 100% women, uh, which was really exciting to see the presence of um, women in STEM, like really leading that effort and and those initiatives. So um, in that way, there was a lot of similarities and even like, more so involvement of women at the university. Um, I think that in other ways there was, you know, kind of a different culture around dating. And so it was interesting. I received like a marriage proposal while I was abroad from someone that I barely knew. And, you know, it was as if someone would approach you to ask you out, except it was to approach you to ask you to marry them (laughs) so that was just very uncomfortable for me but something that you navigate in a similar way saying like respectfully no I'm not really interested and like I mentioned I did pick up sort of the tip of always always early on in any conversation establishing that I was already in a relationship or or sometimes even saying I was already married just to make sure that there was never any um, miscommunication on that front. But yeah, that was, it's, it's a interesting experience. And there's lots of stories that have come out of that as well. 
Absolutely. And a great learning experience as well to, to be able to experience that culture as a woman. Um, so my final question you kind of touched on a little bit was advice for future students. So do you have any additional advice that you may give to students either already planning on doing the Jerusalem program or even just looking into the program to see if it's something that you might be interested in as a student that studied in that region for both the summer and a, a, the fall semester, is there any advice that maybe comes to mind that you would like to share with the students listening to our podcast today? Uh, I would say, and this, this is like one of the things that's closest um, to my heart is to come really um, open and, and ready to learn things that you never expected with an open heart and mind and be prepared to be vulnerable and to to be devastated and to be amazed and all of these things. I think that Jerusalem is not like all other study abroad programs in that um, you're going to come away with big questions about the way that states work and governments work and religions work and (laughs) societies work and the way that language can be weaponized and um, space can be weaponized and environments. And like you just, there's a lot, a lot to learn and to experience that is deep and heavy. There are relationships that are beautiful. And then there's so many moments of just joy and fun and learning and um, adventure. So I would say um, come just ready and excited for that and also ready to, to ask for help, to have deep conversations with people, to need to process afterwards because there's a lot that's happening. Um, I continue to keep up with friends to this day. Just yesterday, um, there was violence in Jerusalem um, where I think it was a pretty clear example of ethnic hatred and um, hateful attacks against Palestinians, both with words and with physical violence. And I, I have a friend who lives in the old city, not far from the place where that happens. And I texted him to check in and he said, you know, I'm doing all right, except I'm up listening to the sounds of tear gas. And, you know, those are real, real things that um, your friends will experience there. And so I think that um, it's an incredible experience, one that you won't forget, but go in knowing that you won't leave with the same thoughts or with the same perspective on life. And there'll be a lot more to ponder um, on the other side. So that's my piece of advice. I think that's a great piece of advice for sure, especially since On this podcast, we talk about all study abroad programs from a variety of different countries that Notre Dame offers. And I'm glad that you pointed out that Jerusalem is not like a lot of the other ones. You know, each program has its own differences. And so I'm glad that you're kind of here to to present those differences so that students going will know to look out for these things and know kind of what to expect to, to prepare. So thank you so much for your piece of advice and all of the experiences that you've shared with us today. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on here today, Elsa. So thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. And thank you so much to all of our podcast listeners as well. I'm so glad that we were able to have Elsa here today to share her Jerusalem experience and all of the really powerful stories that came out of her time while abroad. 
We hope to catch you all next week as we actually have a very exciting episode coming up. Um, as you all may know, I will be graduating in just under four short weeks here. So in next week's episode, you'll actually get the absolute pleasure of meeting our very new student host of the Beyond Study Abroad podcast, who is absolutely amazing and so outgoing and so excited to join us here on this podcast series through this next year as we continue to venture beyond study abroad. <laughs>